Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Influence with Michelle Martin on Your Money, only on Money FM 89.3. The show where we feature thought leaders and people making us sit up and think. Today, the golden rule of marketing to Gen D. Just how do you capture the attention of the first digitally native generation? The generation that was born into a world of screens like mobile phones or the internet, computers. But could this new normal also bring with it a new golden rule of marketing to this generation who are almost synonymous with their devices? My next guest says this rule has two T's in it, trust and transparency. So how do you weave those two T's into your next marketing campaign? She's here to tell us what the Gen D audience cares about, how to gain their trust and how to build campaigns that hold the attention of a generation that apparently does not like to share their personal data and is very savvy about data privacy. She's Lauren Vaccarello, CMO of data integration company Talent. Good morning, Lauren. Thanks for joining us. Good morning. Thank you for having me. I'm really happy to be here. Lauren, help us understand, do marketeers have to speak to Gen D differently? And if so, do you have any examples that can flesh that out for us? Absolutely. And it is, it's such a different world with Gen than you have with the traditional baby boomer. And honestly, even thinking about a millennial, when you think about Gen D, it's this new generation of people that are data savvy, digital savvy. You said it so well in the beginning. They grew up with screens and devices everywhere. Um, When I think about what they really care about, you start to have very, very different traits with Gen D than you have with other traits. You have them caring a lot about For example, the social impact and nature of the companies that they buy from. They also care a lot about data privacy. And the things that we look at at right now is is about how do you put put them first, their interests and their needs first. And Gendy is very, very good at calling companies on not necessarily appealing to them. Uh, Something that I, I think a lot about because it is so much about privacy. No one wants to share their information. But you want tailored experiences. You demand a greater customer experience. And how do you do this? Um, if you are familiar with Accor, Accor is leading national hotel chain. They've got thousands of hotel locations around the world. They have things like Pullman brands and eBoost. So what Accor yeah. does and does beautifully is this idea of data governance. How do they look at what's the data that I have about the people who come to my hotel experience my brand and what's the kind of information that can be shared, can't be shared. And they really put data privacy and data governance at the center of what they're doing, but they're able to do that in a way that actually delivers better customer experiences for their, for the people that come to a core hotel. So they're able to understand with their elite travelers, this is what they care about. This is what matters to them. And how do I tailor a better experience? for the people that are that are coming in. So there really is a way if you put the actual user at the center of it to deliver a better experience and still respect privacy. Interesting point. Now you say this generation, Gen D, is a generation that is used to creating a social identity and that very interestingly, they expect the brands that they deal with to reciprocate an expressive identity. How can brands do this? Uh, I look at a company like Nike and we got this a lot in the States and hopefully it translates well for your, your audience. I look at a company like Nike and when 
Colin Kaepernick came in and, you know, took the knee in American football, he was all uh, Nike had reached out to them about being a spokesperson. And then recently they came out, they had put Colin Kaepernick in this whole ad campaign around Nike. Mm-hmm. And there could easily have been this pushback and say that, you know, should a company, should a brand like Nike care? Should they make a political stance? But what happened shortly after is Nike's stock price skyrocketed. Right. And it is, you have this next generation that says, that aligns with my values. And I care about this. What Nike is doing aligns with my values. And I'm willing to commit and buy Nike shoes because they align with my values as a brand. You have another business like REI that is, uh, and Patagonia that are coming out so much saying, this is who we are. This is the values of our company. And we're not going to compromise on the values. And you have Gen D going in saying, their values look like my values. And I'm willing to spend more money with companies that align with my values. And that's so different from the generations that have come before. That is so interesting. It almost mirrors an insight in social psychology where people like other people who sort of mirror them. They look like them or they feel like them. And so on a brand scale, if the brands mirror the Generation D's, I, I suppose, values, the values they hold close to them, they're likely to engage with the brand then. Oh, absolutely. And with anything, what digital has done with what social has done is it's taken a brand and it's gone from this, maybe you see it in an advertisement, it's an entity you don't associate with, mm-hmm. to now the brands are, are everywhere. You interact with brands in social media, you interact with brands on digital. In some ways, they're almost, they're almost people. And exactly to your point, You want to interact with the people who share your values. And now we have brands starting to share our values and show up in the world a different way. So it makes so much sense that Gen D is gravitating more and more to the brands that are aligning with who they are as people. At the same time, I read an interesting stat in Essentia, more than 75 million people make up Generation D and they represent $27 trillion in assets. But because they've been born into this world with glowing screens, apparently they have limited brand trust. So why is that? And what do brands then need to understand about what this generation relies on to make purchasing decisions? It's a great, great point. And it is a huge amount of buying power, high, high amount of distrust. So brands need to come in and to a degree, have a degree of transparency and not just in the, you know, this is who we are, this is what we value, but we care, Generation D cares about their personal data. They care about what's being used and what's not being used. And a lot of marketers can say, this makes it hard for us to market. This makes it hard for our brands to relate, but it is what we do with that data, not only following following regulations and obviously following um government mandate, but it's putting Gen D at the center. So when we are going to market to them, how do we understand what they care about? How do we understand what we, um, what they look for? And I think of this even in our our own marketing at Talent. Um, When, when COVID hit, and this is my marketing example for you, when um, COVID hit, we had a whole marketing campaign we were going to roll out. Team spent a ton of time on it. Everyone does all this work. And COVID hit, and I'll never forget it. I looked at everything that we wrote and went, this doesn't matter anymore. This isn't relevant. We can't run this. And everyone worked hard on it. And we said, no one cares. Our prospects and our customers don't care. What they care about right now is, are they going to stay in business? And I believe we have a solution that can help, that can help companies understand what's happening in their business and stay in business and thrive. So let's scrap everything that we did 
and let's start over and really put the customer first, what they're going through, what their mindset is, and really lead with that degree of empathy. And it ended up being a successful marketing campaign. And I think so much about that with Gen D as a whole is it's not about what matters to the brand. No one cares about what matters to the brand. It's what matters to the individual consumer. It's what matters to Gen D. And if brands really want to succeed with them, it is going in and saying, where's their mind at? What do they care about? How does what I sell actually align with what they're looking for? So it really is flipping the paradigm. That's a great example you just shared with us of, of such a huge and swift pivot uh, with Gen D at the center of things. So we wanted to unpack and uncover what this generation really cares about and how that's been operationalized by brands. I wonder if you can share some examples of impact-based campaigns that meet these sweet spots you've been describing. You know, I'll go back again. I'll go back again to a core because I just think the hospitality industry, the luxury industry has the most important um, and sort of the highest impact on this because it's the thing you interact with every single day. And their ability to really understand, this is what people visiting my hotels care about and how, how do I change how I interact with them based on what their preferences are and not asking them every time they come in, what are their mm. preferences, what do you care about, mm. but knowing and having that predictive level of service. Yeah, being a step ahead of the generation, so to speak, and, and with data there. And then walking that line, of course, between data privacy and data collection. Really fascinating. Lauren, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you so much for having me. She's Lauren Vaccarello, CMO of data integration company Talon. We've been talking about the golden rule of marketing to Gen D. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.